How do you feel about the show coming up with Jazzy? I'm actually excited because I don't know what to expect, should I say? And she's found that she, or she, no, she found her on Instagram, obviously check out her music, and it's a case of bro. I just want to get to know her in it and stuff like that. Since her style is different, it's a case of, oh, cool, like, this is actually interesting because I want artists or people that are unique to be able to promote my show and I feel like she does Afro, what's it, Afro Nige rap queen here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a queen, but Afro Nige rap, I find very interesting. So I really want to be able to speak on that. How does she come, like, how does she start doing that and get more? How did this show come about? So basically, um, I think this was soon after Natalie's show. She must have found me. So thank you, Natalie, for posting me at Natalie and promo. So, um, yeah, and then she followed me now. And I'm not sure if she shot if I think she did shout me either on Instagram or by email, either one saying, oh, I could be on my if I could do it. If she could be on my show, um, which happens fairly a lot. So obviously checked out her page, obviously listened to her music, but I was like, bro, the fact that she's unique. Boom, made it happen. So just can't wait to, like, to see how we're going about it. What are you looking forward to the most for this interview? Um, getting to know her. Okay. Because I wanna not get to, not just get to get to know her musically, but I would wanna hear the, a bit of the personal side of the struggle that she's faced, what's made her become the woman who she is, an artist who she is, and bad. Because this is what I love on my show. When I bring artists on, especially you know, not underground but up, more upcoming artists. It's just knowing, getting to know who they are, because I don't want it to always be about me. I want them to actually feel comfortable talking, and hopefully I'll be able to sort that out. I mean, so make it happen. Amazing. Good morning, shout out to everyone who's currently locked in right now. This is the Ty Gibbs Show, and I've got a special guest in the building. Hey. Let me introduce yourself. Yeah, I go by the name of Miss Jazzy, Afro-Rap Artist, yeah, that's me. I'm called Afro-Rap Queen. Yeah, well, Afro-Rap Queen, you know. Uh, she really the yeah, you put me on spot there. How do you come with that name, Jazzy? Well, my name is Jasmine, and in school I used to get called Jazzy Fizzle, or they used to call me Jazzy, so I just turned it into an artist's name. Jazzy oh, Fizzle, it's stuck. Oh, jeez, we'll actually know about that one, you know. <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, so when did you put a four instead of an A? Because it's unique, you know. Oh, okay. I just, wanted, I just wanted to be different. Okay, nothing okay, more, okay. nothing more. Nah, it's calm, it's calm. So what made you want to call yourself like the Afro Nige rap queen at that full time there? Do you know what? Because I started to I started to build a fan base in Nigeria and I had a lot of support there. So I just that's why that's where Niger came from and obviously I'm Nigerian as well. Well was you born there? No, 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 I was born in the UK. That's mad. Yeah, I'm actually going to Nigeria for the first time. No how did you get picked there then? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've got, a big, I've got a good team in Nigeria, really, I can't let you. I've got a big team and I've got some connections, so that helped me a lot. Wait, so when did you start? When did I start music? Yeah. Let's just say three years ago, three to four years ago. How did you start? How did I start? I dropped um, a friendly remix, J Huss's friendly remix. Sure. Then I got booked for my first page show with notes, and then from there I just kept going. Wait, with notes? Yeah, that was my first page. That was my it, first ever show. I did Mr. Addison Lee. Yeah, Mr. Addison. And that was when Addison Lee was. Okay. Huh? No, no, you just hit. <laughs> you just went. That's how I started. I started now. Pow, 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 pow. Do you know what? That's how I started my journey. That was my first ever paid show. First ever show. So how long from when you started mm -hmm. to your first show? Like
and then they said it was notes um it was encoded and it was paid so yeah so if my first year was paid which i'm, I'm happy with that like, i feel like that's a good achievement <laughs> it just started and just ended it the whole minute you know? <laughs> That's how I started. When did you like realize that you wanted to like get into music? I've always, I've always written music. Um, my mum's a songwriter, so it's been in the family. Um, but I wanted to finish uni. I wanted to graduate with a law degree first, and then go into music. So that's why I did. I did it the way that. So I you're a law graduate, yeah. Yeah. Big up yourself. Thank you. <laughs> so like, what, how did you start rapping? How did I start rapping? I, I won't lie to you. I always thought I'd, I'd be a singer, but I thought. Nah, some of them notes there I definitely can't be here. But I always used to rap. <laughs> I'll be honest, I always used to rap, but not I, I didn't take it as seriously. Mm. So when I started like really looking at what I've written and started writing and I thought, okay, I've got a tone I've got a good tone to rap and then that's just how I started. So that's the first time that you did for J Hearts is right? Mm -hmm. Are you singing on that or rapping? I was rapping. So you've always been rapping then? Yeah, but before I started like that like I came out as a rapper, I was trying to sing at home. Trying to sing. <laughs> I'm not that bad of a singer, but I'm like, yeah, no I thought I was trying to sing. Yeah, I, I did my best. <laughs> what would you still sing now? Yeah, I started singing on. I started singing on some songs. So yeah, I'm trying to incorporate more singing. I'm trying. Would you like sing like your own like chorus and then do like rap and verse? And that's yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I rap the verse and sing the chorus. How, how has your culture and background influenced your music? It's influenced it heavily. I mean, when I first started um, in the UK, I was doing UK um, rap. That's what I started with. When I when I um, changed into Africa, I had to start obviously incorporating the broken English, the the beats now fully Afrobeat. So Nigeria, well, my culture is definitely had a big impact because I have to, my beats. My producer is in Nigeria, so everything literally starts from there. How did you get producer? I told you, I've got a connection. <laughs> I've got like a connection. That, you know. But when I started to when I started to come up in the industry, I was getting a lot of DMs from producers, regardless in Nigeria. They wanted the opportunity. Some will do it. Will just send me beats. So that's how I started um, networking until I found the one. Once you got out, you're trying to like pay for how many thousands of beats? No, they would say yeah. Wait, so mixing like your UK side mm -hmm. and then like your Nigerian side, how has that been for you? I think it's been alright because. I mean, it's not that easy when it comes to writing because I really have to use um, like broken English and sometimes Nigerian language that I'm not too familiar with. I was born here. I've mm. not been to Nigeria yet. It's going to be my first time this year. So it's not that easy, but I have helped because my mom speaks the language. When you understand it. I understand it, but I can't speak it fluently. So like, when you make a song, what would you say? Okay, I want this to be like... A nice song or like a UK song? Yeah, I always mix it. Like you, you hear that I'll use my UK um, rap with my accent, but then you'd hear me, you know, flinging some Yoruba language or some broken English in between. What do you want to do? But like mixing, like mix the both. You know what? I don't know. I, I can't. I won't lie to you. I it's don't know. It's interesting, you know. Yeah, I want. You know, I wanted to be different. I definitely wanted to be different. Yeah. I wanted to to have a, a different sound. So I kept thinking, okay, if I mix UK with Niger or UK with Afro, this is going to give me that different sound, that unique sound that I want. And it, it seems to be working, it's doing well. So, so who's someone that you want to work with? In the industry? Yeah. Wizkid, uh, DeVito, Burner Boy as well, to be honest. I think all, all so the, 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 big, the biggest three Nigerian artists. The biggest two are savage as well, yeah, 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 100%. And then the biggest female artists <laughs> in Niger as well, okay, I get it. So, what's like your background? So I'm Nigerian and I have a bit of Sierra Leone in me. Oh really? Yeah. 
No way. Mm -hmm. But I'm not fluent with my Sierra Leone, so I won't even. I'm not even gonna cut. <laughs> I'm fluent with my Nigerian. Alright, don't actually just part about that. <laughs> I can't tell you. You're excited for no reason. <laughs> um, what has been like your inspirations, like, like in regards to like your lyrics? My inspiration. Um, my mom inspires me a lot because, like, in some of my music, I talk about you know my journey, how I started. Um, some relationships have inspired some of my songs, like heartbreaks and stuff. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> it's just you know what life inspires my music. Um, It'll be the time like when you just. Like, right, it's not where it's like you're out for like a good month or two or more, whatever. No, I don't. I don't. I've not had writer's block yet. Um, um touch wood. Don't touch wood. <laughs> Sorry. I've not had writer's block yet, and hopefully it don't happen. But I've not had writer's block yet. So, what kind of performances have you been able to do? Um, I've had. You know what? I've had like I'm sure counting maybe up to fifteen shows, like in my career now, in it or twenty up to 20. I know I've, I've performed in Liverpool, Cardiff, loads of shows in London. I've done a lot of shows, Manchester. So I think with like from the, when I've started, definitely up to 20 shows, if I'm not mistaken. Are you an independent artist? Yeah, I'm independent. How's that been for you? It's been all right. I mean, I kind of like the fact that I'm in control of what I'm doing. Um, I have a team, obviously, they, they help manage my day-to-day, -day, but I'm still in control of like when I drop and my streams and stuff like that. So yeah, it's mm. not been that bad. So you mentioned your team a few times, but how have they actually kept you in place for that keep you staying intact? Yeah, I've got like literally my team, especially my team in Nigeria, like I've got like staff who help manage my day to day basis and literally my social media, when I have shows, my interviews, everything like that. They you, they like write my schedule, I've got stuff that do my schedule for me, my calendar, just stuff like that to keep me on track. Because if it was just me, I just don't know. Um, yeah, don't, be like, don't be like me who's all over the place. That's exactly. I'm not trying to be all over the place. So, yeah, so when the pandemic came, mm -hmm. how did that affect you? Well, I work, I do a lot from home anyway, so it didn't affect me in that way. I was able to do more music. I was able to write more. I wasn't able to release as much. I think I released one song, which was a remix with uh, Mr. Real. And we were able to do that during the pandemic, which was good, because Nigeria wasn't that badly affected. Yeah. So I was still able to drop a song during coronavirus, so it didn't, yeah. And how, did it, how did it affect you mentally? Mentally? Do you know what? I just got tired of being in my apartment. I can't lie to you. I got tired of being in my apartment. And then at first I didn't take coronavirus as serious, but when I started seeing the cases, I started seeing and people close to me were getting, I was like, oh, oh. So, yeah, it's kind of like a shock to me though, but, you know, we've, we've pulled through it. I think we're past the worst at this rate. And what have you learned from it? Like, what have you gained from the pandemic, if you've gained anything? I've learned to save more because you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, that that was a big lesson for me, like, learning to save. Because before, I wasn't that good at saving, but it taught me to save and plan for tomorrow, literally. So, what have been your inspirations back? Oh, no, I already asked that, my bad. <laughs> Who would you like to cut lab with, producer-wise? Or any producer you want to work with? I'm not, I don't think I'm too picky with the producer. As long as the producer has the sound, like the sound that I'm trying to um, push now, then I'm not too fussed about the producer. What do you love the most about your own music? I just like the fact that I'm able to be me with still, and still being able to incorporate my culture. Like I can do that, you understand? I'm not trying too hard. Do you think like you will ever change your sounds? 
I don't feel for now because you know you never know what happens tomorrow you never know what's going to happen but for now no I'm definitely sticking to this sound of Afro rap 100% I doubt. Are there any other actual artists that do like Afro rap like that? Because it's actually a rare. It is very rare. I know it's uh, it's not it's not common at all. I can't mention I can't mention artists off the top of my head that are doing that now. That's actually big. The fact that you basically started your own genre. Literally, <laughs> and I started a few years, well, like two years ago. <laughs> so hopefully, I can take it as far as I can take it, and that's what I'm planning to do. What What are your plans for like, the next year or so? I've got a few, um, I'm going to Nigeria, I've got a media tour there, um, I'm going to shoot a few videos down there and I don't want to jinx it, but major collabs, hopefully from one of the people I've mentioned, mm. God willing. <laughs> so yeah, I've got I'm a major collab coming, yep, so I'm going to Nigeria, by God's grace everything works out. If you were listening, you would have picked up on that, I feel like you just did that collab, it was one of those Slightly. kind of moments like, you know. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't listening. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> to anyone who hasn't listened to your music or heard about you, what is the one thing you can say they look forward to you to listen to musically? Um, hmm. Oh, that's a good question. That's what I love to do, you know. I love to, like, you know. I think it just, I think the rap, I just think the whole uniqueness of my sound, I think my sound in general is like you obviously it's it's new it's different you, do you get what i'm trying to say and i think people um well they've enjoyed it so far but i think people enjoy it just having it's like a what do you call it a breeze of fresh air do you get what i'm saying it's new Ooh. it's not what people are used to they're not used know, to it. <laughs> so looking back to like when you first started music because mm -hmm. we said what two three years ago yeah like three years ago what would you talk to what would you say to your younger self um well, when I started... Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be like when you started, but like your younger self. My, um, what would I say to my younger self or yeah. when I started? Let me say younger self, I know yourself when you first started. Um, my younger self, I'd just say, just fo like, focus more and know what, know what you want to do and know what you want to be in life. Because it's easier when you know when you're younger. It gets harder when you get older to actually know what you want to be. So I'd always say, stay focused and know what you want to be, 100%. Yeah. That's helped me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And then to yourself when you first started. Yeah. When I first started, I wasn't too confident with like my right, like my bars. Um, so just keep going because when I when I kept um, like I'm a hard critic on myself. Like if I write something or I listen back to my sound that where I started three years ago, I'm like, no, nah, I could have gone way harder with like the way that I'm going now. So just keep going and just and you've got to be hard on yourself a bit so you can bring out the best in yourself. So yeah. But then like there is that sound called like you know be not being too hard on yourself. Because mm. eventually like, the song does have to come out eventually. True. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite strict. I'm quite I'm very hard on myself. Like if I've not hit a target, or I've not reached a goal, or I've not reached a certain amount, I, I'm I'm very hard on myself. But I feel like that's shaped me to be who I am today. Though I think it's helped me a lot. What's how did you step up your pain game then? I just kept writing. I just it's like with writing. I think you have to really sit down and think. You got to think about your punchlines. You got to think about your play on words. You got to think about how you're going to incorporate um, the language in with your English. So it's just me taking time out and just sitting down with my pen and paper and just thinking, all right, this is the type of song I'm trying to create and this is what I'm going to do. Then um, I listen to the beat. I get the I, I kind of figure out how I'm going to rap on it. The flow. I, I get I establish the flow first. After that, the writing comes easier. 
Have you ever had any ghost eyes before? No, I write everything with myself. So when you be like, so when you're writing and being a critique on yourself, like, don't, like, does your team help you in any way? No, I, when it comes to writing, I do it myself. I don't really, I don't really like to get help. Sometimes I ask my mom because she knows the Yoruba, the slangs I need to use because I don't know the language fluently. But that's where I get help. Other than that, no, I just do it by myself. So what's been like your biggest highlight of your career so far? Mm, I've got many highlights. I mean, I, I was awarded in Nigeria. Um, I got an award for Rap of Excellence. I was proud of that. Um, I'm happy. I'm I'm proud of the fact that I was able to build my fan base the way I built it in like without having to touch Nigeria, without having to be in Nigeria. That's the craziest thing. Um, That's yeah. actually the craziest thing. I'm proud. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm just happy with how my career has progressed. I can't lie to you. Like I've progressed like quicker than I thought I would. Let me say that. Like yeah, well, yeah, if you're you know, jumping like a friend and you remix and then you next me know, like you would melt and that. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud. It's all thanks to God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All thanks to God. So, what's been your biggest downfall? Biggest downfall. I think with this industry, it's you have to learn how to not be, don't let like disappointment or like get to you as much you, do you get what i'm trying to say life isn't easy like and you have to incorporate that in music it, it, you're not always going to get the yeses you're not always going to hit your targets with what you want to do and you're not you might not always get what you want in the beginning so you just have to be patient and be able to take the nose take the disappointments take the failures and just keep going that's very inspirational <laughs> and, and, that's just, and that's coming from me so i wanted to ask what impact what impact have you made in the sense of like the feedback from your music i think i um i don't know when like when i like look into my dms a lot of people are just like um happy with the fact that i created a sound for myself and i stuck with it because to be honest if you come into an industry like this creating your own sound it's not easy because people are used to you're either rapping or you're doing afrobeat and singing mm -hmm. you're not rapping on afrobeats it's not common so I think people are like proud of the fact that I, I stuck with it and I kept going because at the beginning, I can't lie to you, even though I was getting shows, still some people were like, mm, I'm not sure about the sound, is it going to work? Like you need to, you need to do UK rap or do this, do that. And I was like, no, I'm going to stick to this and like by God's grace, I'll, I'll succeed. How could you never touch it? Have you ever touched any other job like thought to do drill or chaps since you're still rapping? No, I think because I started when I was doing rap, I don't think drill was popping. When I started, drill wasn't popping like how it is now. So, and then now I'm in Africa, so going back to drill. I think with drill, the only reason I don't know if I'd ever step on it is because I just feel like sometimes it makes you have to be something that you might not be. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not, I didn't grow up on road, I'm not a gangster. I went to uni, I got a law degree. And I'm proud of that. Like I don't, I don't want to have to represent something that I'm not. Like I'm proud of being that girl that, you know, I wasn't in gangs, I wasn't on the road like that. I went another route, but I'm happy with that route that I went through. I don't want to have to pretend like, oh, I'm hard. I got gangsters. I know. Nah, that's just not me. That's why you use your uniqueness. Right. And the fact that you've made, you built your own identity and you stayed with it. I appreciate that. As a person, I'm musically as well. Yeah. Because I know that it's easy to get sidetracked or get put off by something mm -hmm. that's, why, that's why i asked about the downfall thing yeah yeah i mean to pick up yourself thank you that's worth of wisdom i thank you <laughs> music industry can be actually yeah the industry the music industry can be extremely sex driven and less focused on the talent itself how have you managed to keep up keep yourself balanced when it comes to the sex appeal and also showcasing your work 
I think with me, I'm always confident. I feel like I've, I've, I've been sexy. I can't look like just not oh, to okay. be too big. <laughs> so uh, it's not. Just, I really confident. I don't. I don't try. I don't. How do you? I don't try to be sexy. I feel like it's in me to be that. If that makes sense. So I don't. I don't try. The music has not made me want to be sexy. Before I started music, I wore what I wore. I went. Did you get what I'm trying to say? Music didn't make me think like, oh, I've got to look like this. If I didn't look like this, I look like something else. I would have stayed like that. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So yeah, I don't think it's made me. Yeah, I think I've been like that from before I started music. And then how has it impacted your lyrics as well? Because you could just be rapping, but then at the same time, like being sexualized is a. I big think. Part. I think as a female rapper, sometimes you have to actually embrace the fact that you're a female. I think that's what some obviously some females say. It's sometimes it come off a bit like you know like the guys. I think some. I think it's good to if you're a female, embrace the fact that you're a female. Mm. 